I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually just do it? it makes a little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that man. Make sure you Coach 360. Podcast. If the time has gone up, it's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Are we on? Oh, mate, 100%. Are we playing? On, are we? Yeah, good. Kick off is underway. G'day, welcome to Supercoach360, welcome to the Coach's Box for yet another week. Thank you very much for joining us to talk all things NRL and Supercoach. It is the countdown, single digits until games are played, teamless Tuesday, only a week away and we cannot wait. Um, I don't know about you boys, but I've been just going through different trade options like a madman, but at the same time coming up with a lot of the similar sort of options uh so can't wait for it myself but boys how you feeling i'm pumped I right, to be be honest man i'm hanging for it eh? it's been boring weekends have been shit <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've been pretty killer it gets they? dark it gets cold i've got football to keep me warm what is going on uh, look, i know we're in different times but yeah, you're allowed to miss it. Like, do me wrong, well, but channel, at the same time, Channel Nine or no one didn't look after anyone. Like, at least Foxtel looked after you with some classic games. And Channel Chan- Nine gave you two of those fucking little three, TVs. They, they, so they I gave you three they, today. They put a B grade thing and get on Sunday. Fucking try. They're rushed, man. It takes time usually it's, to make this stuff. It's not hard to go back and look at the data, Juzzy. Look at the data. You've got the data there if you've run, like, they've run Origin for the past 20 fucking years, 30 years or whatever, to look at that and just go, oh, look, that was the best rating game. Because it goes international, that game. They can look at what one's rated the best for them and play play and play the series over that. You've got them spots open anyway, a Thursday, a Friday and a Sunday game. They're, they're sitting there, like, they had to fill it with garbage anyway. Why not put an Origin series on over that weekend or... Someone's finals run through a weekend. Do you know what I mean? And watch them, their key games to get them to the grand final, and then win or lose a grand final or whatever. That would have been a, that would have been a very good idea. Definitely, and, that would have been a brilliant idea. And also, just while we're on that sort of subject, like I, I said, I was talking to you before. Like the NFL does wonderful work with like their past. Now hold on, and hold on. And let's let, exactly. Let's let's take a step back here. Now, how do you know that the NFL does wonderful work, Bergs? You're a you're a new father. Yeah. So, you you've had some sleepless nights, have you? How, how old's Bub now? Are we getting on a month yet? Ah, uh, he's three weeks. Three weeks. So that's it. But yeah, um, I've definitely been waking up early and at four or five in the morning. <laughs> 
There's this shit on TV and it's pretty good. <laughs> there's this yeah. shit on TV. Can we be and it's a bit more good. descriptive for our listeners through an um, audio medium? All right. Well, there's this. The NFL does like um, they followed uh, Wayne Sapp's. Uh, yeah, Wayne Sapp's career. They followed. Um, I think it was Emmett Brown's career at the Cowboys, and they just did a few, and then they did a few coaches Emmett as well. Smith. Emmett Smith. Who did I say? Emmett Brown. Oh, Emmett Smith is who I meant. I was thinking about Brown from the Buccaneers with, with Sat. Like, they just went on a run together. They were guns. And they, they do. And it's sometimes it's not about it's not about the players. Sometimes it's about the coach. Yeah. And and then or you the hear from team. the players, you know. And that's what, what it is about the whole team. But mm. basically, that coach is the one that helped them get there. And they showed the coach's run. And the players say how he takes them to the next level and... It'd just be good to hear some past what players is it, here. Is it a 30 for 30 or is it something else? What do you mean? Well, ESPN do all these 30 for 30s about all the old school players and all... No, no, like it's like American Legends like. or some shit oh, it's right. called. And yep. I think Lawrence Fishburne is the one that rates it, but it's just quality shit. Like, they get so in-depth with, like, the players and some of the key players, Not maybe not in the grand final, but key players that got them through Super to Bowl. the grand final. Super yeah, Bowl. Super Bowl. You know what I mean, like. But they might not have been relevant in the Super Bowl to win the Super Bowl or whatever. Yeah. But if it wasn't for their plays throughout the year and the things they did to lift the team and make the team believe that they were what they were, you know. And I just feel the NRL should be looking at that and going, right, that's that's some really quality shit. Something we can and take a leaf off. We could tap into that. Like, granted, we're not a four hundred million strong. Uh, population like America, yeah. right? They got a massive population compared to us. But, but the reason why the rest of the world buy into all their sports is because they're so open and they give you so much like that. You get well, to you know, know the what? players inside and out and all that kind of stuff. Well, like I said to you, if I was a if I was a um, an emotional man, like you see some of these some of these like linebackers and that they're they're, they're, they're tearing up, yeah. telling the story of just how they're hillbillies or whatever. From out out in the middle of the sticks, and they got brought in by this coach who instilled this belief in them that they're not just <clears throat> this guy. You could be the greatest man, like. And the coach was the one that unlocked their greatest shit, you yeah. know. And what was coach's some, name? Do you remember his name? Nah, it was the one that went to the Raiders and then to the Buccaneers and turned him from the Yucks to the Bucks. I think it was uh, not Belichick. Um, no. He's a little blonde-haired fella. He can't. He was like. He's good, but I can't remember his name. Oh, Gruden. Yeah, it might have been Gruden. Yeah, it's Gruden. John Gruden. Yeah, and his old man was the coach as well, and yeah, but um, and his brother's a quarterback or something. But no, that was just I thought that was really quality, quality viewing, and the NRL should have a look into doing yeah. something along those lines. I would love, wouldn't you love? Sorry, wouldn't you love to just go to Joey's family house? No, I, I definitely think the NRL. Well, but in saying that, it's, I think it's more the players' choice in the NRL. The players don't want all that kind of shit. But that's where the NRL need to say, "Look, you're giving Tommy his time every week, no matter what. Let's get to know the players." Yeah. Oh, imagine just hearing Sneaky Pete's look at his career, yeah. and you know, going back and hearing like he got he got coached by one of the greatest coaches of that era. Yeah, they reckon and, ever. And, and the team around him was. Unbelievable, like, and and they had that run there against the dogs through the eighties, and 
Just outstanding, man. And imagine here in his side, and then you can yeah. go across to Terry Lamb. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You know I, I mean? totally and agree. I just feel that that's something that someone should look into, not us in particular. That's our, yeah. You know, our, our thoroughness in our homework. But <laughs> I, go, I do all right homework. Don't throw me in your bus. No, you do. You do. I, I, I don't doubt that <laughs> for a second. All right. Um, Juzzy, you got a direction? Oh, there we go, because you've lost yours, right? No, I've got heaps here. <laughs> I could go all night, you know me. Well, yeah, welcome to the show. Uh, on tonight's show, we do have uh, quite a few things to get through. Trades, as I was mentioning at the top there. Uh, the new draw is out, rounds three and four. It's a weird picture. Yeah. It's hot. Man, you've got no tact. Is it still there? No. Yeah. Welcome to the delay, remember? <laughs> I've been dealing that for a year and a half, and now you've just derailed an audio podcast, which you know I don't edit by what dropping a phone on the mixer is it, is to show it me a video problem that isn't there. It's all good. I picked up on it. It wasn't there for very long. Uh, We've yeah. now spent 30 seconds talking about this. Oh, no, no. I was trying to show on tonight's show... We're going to talk also the the new draw, the new home grounds, the uh, new rules, one uh, one ref uh, plus the six again for ruck infringements. Uh, we'll have a little bit of a chat about what's going on at South, what's going on at the Tigers, uh, what's going on down at Ref Central. Are they going to? We're going to see any action down there. What are we doing with our trades? We've got a special guest. I've got some trivia for you again, courtesy of the good man guy James thank oh, you very much sir really. yeah 100% he's oh, come love, through again like an absolute gosh, champion yeah. um, plus we've got your live questions did you put up a question post this week Bergs yeah yeah sweet as you got a few questions on that bad boy got a few beautiful so we're going to get into some we questions there no, uh, plus uh, we've got our live questions. So if you've got live questions for us, throw them in the comments there on the Facebook live stream. Um, they won't be done for a little bit though. No doubt we'll have a bunch to talk about. So should we jump straight in? Have you got the new fixture there, Bergs? Yeah. Yeah? I put it in the... Um... Have you got it there, Bergs? Yeah, I got it somewhere. Sweet as you pull that up. In the meantime, I'm going to talk about how you can get yourself one of these Super Coach Championship rings. Uh, now, you might have seen some videos going around through some of the Facebook groups. Um, look, a couple of people were really lucky and happened to run into a couple of footballs before Corona happened. Uh, point is, get creative. We're interested to see what you've got. Uh, in terms of being able to make a cool video, TikTok is all the rage. You know, I don't care what you think about it. It's a cool little app which makes easy little videos. Uh, and some of them are absolutely hilarious. So have a little look there. I don't know if that's your thing. Send us a TikTok. Um, do you have TikTok? Uh, yeah, I definitely do. I it's, don't have TikTok and I'm probably not getting it. Hit up the Facebook page or the Instagram if, if, if you want to, like, if, if that's what you're doing. Otherwise, just tag Supercoach360. I'll make us a little TikTok. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll make you boys make TikToks. This will be brilliant. No, you fucking Yeah, yeah 100%. Right. Yeah, easy. Anyway, let's Benny get be all over this. I've got the, I've got the uh, round the three. See what happens when you leave me waiting, Bergs? I've got round three. Bergs <laughs> making TikToks. Make so I'm going to write TikTok. it down while you give us the fixture. Um, so opening night, Ooh. Thursday the 28th of May, will be Brisbane and Para. 
<laughs> you're not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Brisbane and Parra. Then you got North Queensland and the Gold Coast first game Friday. And then the Blockbuster in Souths and the Bunnies. I mean, Souths and the Roosters. So that won't be a bad game. Um, I'm just glad I'm not the only person that constantly refers to it as Souths and the Bunnies or like the Roosters in Sydney or something like that when you're trying to talk about the Rabbitohs v. the Roosters or Sydney v. Souths. It's, yeah, I do it all the time. Anyway, sorry, continue. And then you've got the Warriors and the Dragons. Um, Cronulla versus the Tigers. Melbourne, oh, grand final rematch in Melbourne and Canberra. And then on Sunday football you got... Pardon? Oh, no, it's not the grand final <laughs> rematch. My bad. <laughs> I've had a moment. Um, the pre, the pre, preliminary <laughs> final rematch to get into the grand final. It was a good game, though. Was. That was a cracking game of football. Um, Penrith and the Knights, which is your game, boys. Should be a good one. Um, and then Manly and the Dogs. So that's... that's Round four, uh, round three now. Round four, Thursday night against Brisbane and the Roosters, and then Penrith Warriors, Melbourne and Souths on Friday. Saturday's Parramatta and Manly, North Queensland and Cronulla, Canberra and the Newcastle, Gold Coast and the Tigers, and then the Dogs and St George. On the Monday, Monday football for June long weekend, my guess is. You told me to get full of life before we started. Yes. Anyway. Well, why am I not full of life? There we go. All of a sudden it's back. Right. Now, where the, where the games will be played is another thing. So. The home grounds. What are we looking at? Home grounds. Campbelltown Stadium, Bank West. You can. I don't do you want to read that? Don't. Well, I know. Read it. I don't need Oh, it. okay. Well, Bank There's, West is yeah, home Bank to... Yeah, Bank West, Campbelltown. Oh, go. You Bank go. West is home to Souths, the Roosters, the Dogs. Souths and the Roosters. Eels, Panthers. Nah, Souths, Roosters, Bulldogs, Sharks and Para. Campbelltown Stadium is home ground for St. George, the Tigers, Penrith and the Raiders. Central Coast is home ground to... The Warriors, the Knights, the Knights, and Manly. Yeah. Suncorp is home ground to Brisbane and Titans, and respective stadiums for Cowboys and Melbourne. And Melbourne, they get their home grounds. Lucky because nuts. well, they're, they're good stadiums. Like oh, and they're you know they're they're far enough away to be in their own zone. You'd have to move them up here to justify well, putting well them well in that, one of those other stadiums. You're allowed to do it. Let them do it. Till Till the borders open, that's what was happening anyway. So, yeah. but we're lucky we're not there anymore. No, that is that's cool. I mean, could you imagine if that was the game? Uh, the well, I think Bank West is a bit like I, I I feel that Penrith should have been there over maybe the Roosters or even the Sharks. The Sharks could could easily have gone to Campbelltown, I guess. No, oh. doesn't matter. But yeah, anyway. Probably would have been easier for the Sharks to go to Campbelltown, to be honest, because they can just cut across the back. They all live in the Shire anyway. Yeah, but anyway. Okay, so. they can play where they're going to play. Let's just play. So, um, yeah, that's where that's at. I like how they put all the undefeated teams up against each other in round three. I think that's fair. So then all the 
whinges at the bottom of the table who want the points taken away kind of defeats their argument because now they're only really going to be one game behind if they can win in the first week. And they've got a better chance of winning in theory, exactly. Mm, so yeah, it's good. I like how they did that. Yeah. You don't like the uh, Dean Pay argument of it's a new competition because you've now changed the rules? I mean, they're looking for any reason to get no, back I to the playing field where he's coming they from. started. I do understand where he's coming from, but I'll be honest. is the change really that much? I don't think it's Dino's argument. I think he's been standing there with it. By Uncle what? Nick? Not by Uncle huh. Nick, but you know what I mean? Like it's... I mean, look, he's got to do what he can for his club. Well, no, I can understand that. that. Like, we know we're not going to get the wooden spoon. We know we're not going to get fucking top four either. Let's be realistic. We're in a rebuilding phase at the moment. No, I think that really is his opinion. Now, well, okay. Now, I think it's pretty hard to be saying we do know and don't know who's going to be getting through the top four. Now, like, I mean, yes, there, there are some teams, obviously Melbourne, uh, Sydney, that are just technically... Very, very solid. I think you can put right? Brisbane. way Brisbane started this year. They're doing very well. You can I won't Brisbane doubt that. Up there and you can no. I think Brisbane are a walk up start top four. Yeah, I want no. to see that for at least two months. I think Brady Cross is the point. The point yeah, being, I want to see consistently this new rule which they've brought in with the one ref with the six again for ruck infringements. How good is it? I mean, what so what I see is the game speeding up, which I see is a solid. Uh, if, if people are being persistent, then they can still call professional fouls and actual penalties anyway if they think they're doing things intentionally. Well, then, I, doesn't, I don't think they didn't have to be persistent. I think I think it's just at the discretion of the referee. Yeah. If he feels it warrants a real one, he gives it. If it doesn't, he just waves his arm and goes again. But I think the beauty <coughs> of the waves his arm and goes again is that's going to bring a fatigue element into the game. For people that keep want to try to foul out on the last tackle... I think in the dying minutes of the game, we could start to uh, see, you know, some bigger moments. Definitely. Because the fatigue factor is going to kick in, and I think that's going to be massive well, for the spectacle hope, of the game. Hopefully the ref reads what's happening in the game, and if he sees that the team's getting a build-up, and he sees the team's deliberately trying to slow it down, and they've got the momentum, he just plays his arm, gives them six again, and lets them keep that momentum. Yeah, it's well, they're, If they're far. down, trucking their own 20 or whatever, and they're stuck there, and they're doing the same shit, then give them the penalty, let them kick out, and... Whatever's best for the attacking team, I guess, or the non-penalised team. Yeah. As long as the ref can do it. Before we get too far, should we bring our first international guest on? Yeah, I think we should. We've got a special guest this evening. Uh, do you want to introduce him? He's uh, he's someone you've been chatting to for a little while. Yeah, Ted Woods. He's uh, Aussie-born. New, he's an overcastrian. He's born in Newcastle, but lives in New Zealand now. So he should be our New Zealand correspondent. Um, He's new, new, through and through. He loves Newcastle, but we we discussed it before with him. We'll let him talk about it. Um, are you ringing him? Oh no, should I be? <coughs> Maybe. Maybe. Getting me to it do everything, well. aren't you, Bex? Fucking thing. You got the technology over there. Um, He's also the the coach of the Big Teds. In Supercoach, so if you're um, in one of the cash comps, alleged ones, you, you could be up against the Big Ted's at some point through the year. I think he's in your one, Con. Yeah, I think he's in a couple. Yeah. Hello, blokes. Hey, buddy, how you doing? We've got Ted Woods here. How you doing, mate? 
G'day fellas, how's things over there in Australia? Yeah, very well. We are we're looking forward to football, no doubt. Very much like you. Probably not quite as cold yet though. Winter is kicking in. How are you doing it's over there? Pretty fresh. Oh, it's pretty fresh over here tonight. Um, but yeah, no, just super excited. I've got me chisel ready for TLT and you know, just can't wait until it all starts. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm pretty pumped. <coughs> Demon. Yeah, so have you what um we're just talking about the, the new rules, Ted. Well, well uh, uh Boogs, I think that the new rules are good, you know, like I'm with you, Ted. I'm a bit older than you blokes, so I can remember when it was just one ref all the time and guys like Billy Harrigan certainly got it right more than he got it wrong, so um everyone's playing under the same rules, so it may be new rules, but it's not new rules because everyone will be playing under the same condition. I think we'll just get used to it, and and mate, it'll just be like the glory days. I watch Test football, and it's under the one uh, ref, so I'm pretty confident there. And I do like this new uh, six to go thing. So if the guys are slowing it down and the refs have got a field of the game, I think it'll work good. And if someone continually keeps slowing it down. Bam, sin binum, play it down, the game flows, the points flow, everyone will be happy. Do more attacking football, get rid of this defensive wrestle shit. Oh, yeah, you just got to get rid of the defensive wrestle. Look, that will free some cash up at the clubs too because they won't have their defensive <laughs> wrestling coach. Yep. You know, like it'll be one less player in the COVID bubble. So I'm all <laughs> for it, you know, just get it flowing again, guys. What do you reckon? I'm with you, Ted. I'll tell I'll you what, you. though, um, you know, in the like, you would have seen it in your time watching footy, Ted, right? Remember the legs tackle? Oh, yeah, no, nah, look, I remember the legs tackles. Guys like uh, Barlam, Gilmeister, uh, like, um, uh, you know, another like Canterbury great, uh, Mortimer, you know, they were like classic legs tackles. These days, you take someone's legs out, that's not good enough because they're getting the offload in and stuff. Um, well, they're finding their knees and elbows and getting a quick play to ball. You don't get the, you, there's no reward no. for it and you, it's... Well, Jake, Jakey pulls it off because he picks them up and dumps them on their back. He still gets them on their back most of the time, Jakey. But yeah, it's it's dead. hard to get a dominant tackle yeah. when you let, and there's no reward for it. And that's where the wrestles come into it because now you just hold them up, hold them up, wait till the next guy comes in, put them on your back. You get the extra couple of seconds. Yeah, you get like eight seconds for a play the ball. Whereas to watch a legs tackle is fantastic. We all love watching it, but there's no there's no reward for anyone to do it. You're better off scrub in the eye of a coach. They're better off scrubbing it out the game. Yeah, well, look, that'll all change now. That'll all change, and you know, and it's just like, well, it's got to change because you've got guys like that Cameron Murray, which if you're just like um, letting him get up, he's like taking 1.2 seconds to get up and do the play the ball. So, you know, you've just got to have someone coming over the top, taking their top off. Uh, it's sad but true. And I think all 16 teams do it. So maybe let's see how the new rules go and maybe see how things go from there. Well, I think with the new rules and the 60 game interpretation, if it does actually speed it all up like it's supposed to, they're not going to have time to get three men in the tackle and wrestle them. They're going to have to just retreat and then they're going to be, the offense is going to be on top of them. So they're going to have to resort back to the leg tackles 
for safety because most of them are going to be one on ones. Hopefully, if it all goes yeah. well. Look, they will. And in saying that, I think that there's one guy, and mate, he's the uh, South's hooker. I think he's going to be the one that'll take full advantage of this. And I can see him bouncing back. And when the defence gets tied, there's only one marker there. Yeah. He's just going to cut you to bits and pieces. He will. He just will kill it this year. Individually, I, I totally agree. But oh, I can see Cameron Smith just working wonders through that ruck with his smarts where Ryan Puppenhausen and the likes just to carve up through the middle with those tired forwards. I think he's going to run a mark. Take nothing away from Coruscant either. Like he, oh, no. He's had an outstanding start. And but he... I'm taking something away from Dylan Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. But, yeah, I just think those two are going to form well together. Yeah. Puppenhausen and Smith. Well, you know Smith. Do you, know you reckon... Smith. Do you reckon that Smith and his Zimmer frame are still going to go good this year? I mean, when is old Father Time going to catch up with that old boy? It's not. He, he is he is just absolute... He's a machine. He, you know who he reminds me of? Randy Couture from the UFC. He just got better with age, Randy. Like, but don't get wrong, when he hit his 50s, he started losing. But I, I, Not this year, I don't think, Ted. Yeah, but look, you know, like, uh, you know, tell me... Like, they've got rid of Harry Grant now. They've still got Brendan Smith there. I mean, when, when is Smith going to go, look, I'm just going to step back and give it to some younger guy, you know? Like, how much, like, ego does he have to keep on playing? What does he have to prove, you know? How come he's still there? I, I, think, I think he just loves it. And I think he knows once, once he's done, that's it. He's got another, what, 60 years of not playing. Yeah, but he's got 50-odd years with Fox or Channel 9. I understand that, but it's not playing the game that he loves. If he actually really does love to do it as much as he... I'd I'd play it as long as I could too. He hasn't lost a step. That's it. If he was falling behind and lagging, I'd understand people saying, why is he still there? But he's still there because he's fucking worth it. He's still a walk-up star of Queensland and Australia. Exactly. He could easily walk in and take a jersey off someone else. Yeah. Easily and be the captain of those yeah. respective sides. So, uh, and the kicker. Yeah, yeah. yes. But yeah, yeah while, while he's still got it, I can I'd say play on. Go for it, Smithy. Yeah, well, I'm a New South Wales Blues, so I say hang him up, you old pensioner, and give some young bloke <laughs> 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 I love your honesty, man. <laughs> love it. Well, he did. He, did. he didn't come back and save us last year against you guys, the bastard. No, but it'll just be like the Alfie Lange story, you know. It'll be the SOS, you know. New South Wales will win the first, and then they'll ring him up, and then they'll do some documentary, you know. And he'll back, and they'll win it, and they'll hate him even more. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ted, can I ask you just quickly, man? Um, what do you think of this new one ref and six again rule? Well. The six again rule, uh, I think that if it was in like the last 30 seconds of a game, I'd rather have the shot at the two points. But uh, the six again, it'll speed it up. The one ref, I'm all for it. All of the 32 refs are still going to keep their jobs. Yeah. And, uh, man, I'm all 
for it, you know. Have it back to hell it was, you know. Yeah. Well, Wouldn't it be good if they could bring back the Biff with it as well? Oh, Ted, don't. <laughs> don't tease me like that. Well, that's what we did when we finished last week's podcast. We watched some punch-ons. Can we have the shoulder charge as well on the, on Fox? Oh, uh, what did we watch it on? On YouTube. Yeah, I think so. Origin brawls and shit. I think bring, bring, bring in the one-on-one... Fights like they do in ice hockey. If they stand there and they say, yeah, let's do it, let's do it, and they both agree, let them go. Oh, you know it. You've got to rip the headgear off, a couple of punches. <laughs> two oh, minutes? I love it, mate. You get two minutes? Nah, and... fuck no. you got to give them two minutes. Nah. That's what you get in ice hockey. Yeah, yeah fuck that. Play the ball. Have we talked yeah. The draw. No, we ever took the best. <laughs> 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 the first player that I'd punch, I'd run in and I'd punch Cameron straight up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'm sensing so a lot of heartache at Berks, the end. Berg's take the wheel. Clearly, team. I'm falling asleep at the wheel here, right, buddy. So, um, Souths, fellas. I want to quickly just touch on Souths. Bit of turmoil happening there, isn't there's it? There's a lot going on there. Um, there's been some good news in amongst all of it, though. Jimmy, Jimmy the Jets, in a better way, and he's out of rehab again, and he's, I think he's back training with the boys. So that's good news. Good for him. Um, I was seeing a picture of Latrell the other day. Actually, too, fellas, he's not as fat as people seem to think. I don't know. I'm just going <laughs> off the training video that I seen where he didn't look. In great shape, I must be honest. No, he didn't look too too bad in a picture I seen the other day, but they are. He's, uh, I think he's up on firearms charges and shit in Taree, so yeah. that's going to take away a bit from his game. Um, does he have 80 in him? A fullback. Full well, that's it. Not yet. He hasn't proven it. We're waiting to see it. Uh, are we going to see it with this? I mean, like you said, the off-field controversy is definitely going to take away. We're not going to get 100% well, Latrell. Cody Walker now is in trouble. I'm not sure if he's going to play football. I think he's going to spend a bit of time on the sidelines. Round three. Ted, do you think he'll be suspended? Well, I don't know. Um, I'd suspend him just for the, like, you know, it was a pretty shit kick, wasn't it, really? Yeah. He came in from mate, behind his mate, being a real sneaky bugger anyway. <laughs> wasn't even a real good kick, so yeah. I'd give him a couple of weeks just so he can improve his kicking. Yeah. <laughs> Go work on your karate. Yeah, go and work on That's his it. kung fu. He's doing too much jiu-jitsu and not enough Muay Thai. <laughs> it sort of reminded me a bit of Eric Cantona there. But, yeah, no, look, Cody should have known better these days. Everyone's got a cell phone and they're all video. That's exactly. And, you know, so, like, he should have known better. Um, yeah, the, the integrity component of our game would surely have to stand him down up until they looked into it, especially when there's a $20,000 blackmail case out yeah. there, you know. Like, well, it's just a bad oh, look all around. Game, stand him down up until we find out what's going on. Um, where, where, just on that, where do you guys have South after all this shit's happened? I have this dro- year. If, if do you Cody, have him in the eight? If Cody Walker gets suspended for this, what, and if, what if he only gets two weeks? Oh, they'll be right. They'll make the eight then. But if he just gets the long term thing, where I can sort of see it happening, depending on the date, he's obviously breached um, COVID shit. No, no this it was is from October last December year. last year or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, what about you, Ted? Do you have South in your eight this year? Oh, look, they'll probably sneak in there. Um, 
I'm just interested to see what they're going to do with um, Luttrell. Are they going to move him to the centres? Is he a waste of money at fullback? Am I going to get on him? <laughs> More importantly. If he drops another like 150k, I'll certainly get on him. Do I think they'll move the eight? Yeah, probably they will. Um, but not that excited about it, really. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're top four material this year. I, I think unless Cam Murray goes back into the middle, I don't think they make the eight. Yeah, well, look, I think next year, once uh, Arrow gets there and, you know, they can sort their forward pack out, uh, I think they'll go real good. I am interested to see how well Jaden Sewer goes this year, you know, lurking around on an edge. I think on a super coach perspective, at his price at a cheap 300, he's probably going to make... 100, 150,000 in the next two to three more weeks. He's pretty exciting. Um, I think uh, um, Liam Knight, the super fly, the guy that sprayed all that fly spray in his mouth, I think I bought into the hype and I'm spewing yeah. it in my team. So uh, he's been a bit of a spud. Do you but, have um, Jaden Sewer? Yeah, Jaden Sewer's the one to go. You've um, got him, do you? Yeah, he's definitely in. One of my cheapies on my reserve bench. Him and that Alessi Katoa yeah. from the um, Warriors, they uh, hold two of my three reserves. Well, he's, he's firm in every day of all the injuries. Those what, poor buggers are copping. What's your thoughts on the Warriors, Ted? Like, I know I know you like you being from New Zealand, if, if that, with them having a home base in Australia, is it going to make it easier for them, you think? In the long run, I think it's the best thing which can ever happen to them because they will encourage some Australians to come and play for them. Right at the moment, maybe they will be doing some bonding, but, like, once again, Jazz has been injured. They've just lost Lisa and Armel. They don't have anyone up front. It's really looking good for Katoa. I can see him, like, killing it super coach And, and but, Young Mane, isn't it? Is it young hey, hey, but Bergs, they've got powder puff forwards. They're going to be dead set contenders for their first ever spoon. It's a long, miserable season for any Warriors fan, and that's just the cold, hard truth of it. How, how do you feel about them going through all these sacrifices to get all the game back up and running, and then apparently some clubs have offered to lend, loan them players for the season, and NRL turned around and said no? That's well, shit. I understand, Bergs. Rules is fucking rules, right? Uh, but on the other hand, every player from like you know, like coach of the staff, Steve Kearney, everyone which is committed to keeping our comp going, yep. they should be given a fucking knighthood as far as I'm exactly. Concerned. I agree. They should be given exemptions, but then the NRL will always fall back and go. When they came into the premiership, we kicked like uh, Newtown out. We've kicked North. Sydney I understand out. that, but these these are exceptional anymore. circumstances. You can't use those old arguments in this case, I don't think. I think they've got to be given a bit of leeway and a bit of leverage to actually be competitive. There's no point in bringing them over here, making them go away from their families, yeah. and then putting them at a total disadvantage for the whole year. With the sacrifices they made as a team and as a club, they deserve... And let's let's say they can't have first graders, but why can't they have a couple of fringes? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, there's well, been... Nah, look, I totally disagree. I'm like this, right? Pull them out of their juniors. If you walk around the streets of South Auckland here, mate, there's plenty of big enough blokes that can just yeah. straight into that team, mate. <laughs> I see them mauling around here, mate, and they are some big units. Yeah. Get them over there, mate. 
New Zealand isn't short of big guys. I don't think they should be given any special exemption, except I'd give them a pat on the back and say, thanks for keeping our comp alive. Love you guys, but I think you're going to be getting your first spoon. Fair enough, fair enough. Harsh, but fair. Oh, hey, hey, and Boogs, being a Newcastle Knights fan, and Connell backed me up, the taste of the spoon's terrible, mate. you got to it share is. it around. The Knights have had their fair share of the spoon. More so than our fair sharing recently. Fair enough. Big words. Well, I suppose we'll just have to wait and see that the piece, uh, how the season pans out. I mean, I'm just cheering that footy is back. I'm personally itching for first game. Um, uh, what sort of changes have you made to your team? Well, first of all, what, what's your team looking at? What was your strategy going into round one? What were you looking well, at doing? My strategy was like total domination, of course, but uh, <laughs> you know, short, well, short of them, uh, how, how are you travelling? How's your first well, two rounds I'm go? I'm going all right, actually. I'm, um, look, I'm in rank. Uh, 2014 outright, I'm on 2,264 points. Oh, yeah? And so I'm going all right. I'm in the top 2%. I think anyone which is in the at least the top 30% still has a chance. If you're outside that, if you're like coming 40, 50, 60,000, I think your team might be a bit shitty. <laughs> but uh, I've certainly Bags. made the use of the five trades to the best of my advantage trying to look to bring in a couple of like guns which i didn't have and i should have and then just to try and generate some cash with the last of me three trades what about you blokes well now let's start with your guns so who were the guns that you should have started have but you didn't have but you didn't oh well look you know he doesn't want to um, talk because, about it because i've been bitten by Tomalolo before, you know, like, um, oh, really? I didn't have him, I brought him in last year and then he gets injured, you know, and I'm trading in and out, I'm not, like, getting maximum value out of trades, so I didn't start with him this year and that's been a major mistake, I didn't start with Ryan Madison, that's been a major mistake, so Lolo and Maddo have been the, the two premier trades which I'm looking at bringing in. I'm also looking to bring in Dylan Brown because he's going to make a shitload of money. Yeah, right. Moo. Right, do you have Nathan Cleary? Hey? Do you have Nathan Cleary? I had Cleary trading him out. You know, tick, tock, Nathan, good on you. <laughs> I'd be grateful for some of their nanas, let alone those. Ted, <laughs> 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 you dirty bastard. Arnie's great, nanas, whatever, you know, like... But, mate, Nathan, you can't do that. You've really hurt my team. So out of the door, he goes, I'm also getting rid of George Williams. I'm getting rid of... And I'm, look, I just hate myself for having him in there. Dallin Watton is a Lesniak, mate. I thought he'd do big things. Blame Berg for that. Yeah, don't go with I reckon, dog. I reckon Berg's sucking crap you on that one. I didn't even get him for myself. <laughs> he sanctioned you. He sucked me in. He sanctioned you. Yeah, no, so look, you know, I, he may saying that Tony Staggs has got to come in like he's just um, absolutely killing it. I don't know why I didn't have him in there. must have been a senior moment. And and I'm bringing Ben Hampton in because he's cheap as chips, going to make 60 grand. So I've got a couple of other generators of cash in, some other positions. I'm still spewing because I've got Joey Lay-Lua left in my team. Right, but that's probably me only spud. But to bring in 
by Tom Alolo Madison and to still have Joey Laylor in there, I thought, oh, well, that's a bit of give and take. Yeah, Let's yeah. Let's just hope Joey goes all right. No, I think Ben Hampton's going to go up a lot of cash. I think he's a sneaky on the outside drink order in Holmes. I think he's going to have a good year. I hope so. I've got I've got Hampton. I started with Tamalolo as well. I'm going for Matto on my trades. I'm straight with you on um, swapping Cleary out for Dylan Brown cash cow until Cleary gets off his suspension. Um, who else? I'm bringing in Twal. I think I'm ditching Knight for Twal. <clears throat> Can I take us back for a second? Yeah. Scott Smith has given us a fucking cracking idea yeah. about who the Warriors should get. Why not give him Thurston, Cronk, Slater and Gallant? <laughs> <laughs> They're not players. They're not footy players. And I bet you, for the love of the game, they put their fucking hands up. To you save reckon? the sport, maybe. How much are you paying them? Nothing. Oh, yeah, bullshit. Fouls, I, I think their Matt, hands just went back down. Match payments. You get a thousand or five hundred. I'm telling you now, Philanders is mentioning this in the broadcast deal. The broadcasters are putting in the salary for those four to come back for this season because they got a story. Straight up, they've got a story. You got an underdog to get behind. Well, they wouldn't be underdogs anymore. Yeah, that's Maybe it. Maybe up there, the Warriors. You can't. You can't give the Warriors their first premiership by bringing in four ringers. They wouldn't win the premiership. They, they, oh, they, I don't know. I'm telling you, they wouldn't win the premiership. They wouldn't. They'd, they'd give it a good shake. They, yeah, they'd give it a massive shake up, but they wouldn't win the premiership. Kenny so can't that, do it. That'd be a bloody good fucking thing. Cheers for that, Scott. Yeah, good on you, Scott. He's got other shit in there, but we'll um, get to that during. Yeah, who, who are your? What trades are you looking at, Burks? My trades. Look, I I went tried to go different ways, and it bit me. I got rid of Burns and brought in Mansource. Because um, Burns is just going to, especially if Cody Walker goes, it's that left edge is not looking so flash anymore. Um, and then I got rid of uh, J Willie. No, J Willie. I got rid of J Willie and I got rid of David Fafita for Maddo and someone else. I can't remember. I got rid of, also, I got rid of Wakeham. For um, drink water So far I've still got one to go What about you Con? I feel drinky's going to be I I ditched Arrow I ditched Fafita I ditched Knight I ditched Burns And I ditched um, Walters And I got in Twal Madison Drink water, Katoni Stags, and Isaiah Yo. Yeah. Good work. So you don't see Isaiah Yo as being a trap? You think he's going to keep that spot? Uh, even if he's a trap, I'll get two weeks of good price rises out of him, and then I can reassess. And you're not going to do that with Billy Walters? You just didn't have anyone else you could have gotten rid of? Because won't he make decent coin? Not if he doesn't play. Yeah, but do you reckon he'll get the bench utility? Weren't we saying that last oh, week over Josh Reynolds? I, I don't think. I, I got Josh Reynolds in front personally. It's just on the money factor. It's just on, I think Josh Reynolds adds more spark off the bench than what Billy Walters would have brought. Did you put 900 grand, rather put him on the bench or in reserve grade? Does Billy Walters play 40 minutes at hooker with uh, Harry Grant to ease Harry Grant up to match fitness? I hope not, because then he just ruins both of them. Yeah, it, it, well, it does, uh, but at least you get Walters cash, cash I, grabs. I and, see people going on about already wanting to buy Harry Grant. It's like, why? 
He's untested in NRL. He's, he's dirt cheap. One. He's dirt cheap. And if he does... Okay, apparently he's... But so he's, is Braley. Braley's he, the same and everyone's already got him. But I see people talking about getting rid of Braley to bring in an unseen Grant in an un, unknown outfit. With two weeks before he even has a price rise. And it's like, dang it, wrong Harry Grant. Harry Grant comes out and scores a 70 this week. Probably be my team next week. But... I'll still give him two weeks. Well, I, don't know, I think that's what people are doing. They're just taking the gamble. They've like, gotten two free looks at Braley, and they've gone, you know what? Whether it's the Sharks or Braley himself, I don't can, really like what can, I'm saying. You can easily pocket the X amount that Braley's going to make, because let's face it, you're probably not going to p- play either of them. They're just going to be sitting there to accumulate the cash, yeah? Yeah. So what's the point of bringing in a bloke when you can have that dude sitting there for two weeks? I know you're getting the trades, but it's not like he's... Worth four or five hundred thousand dollars. You're not getting money out of him. He's just sitting there at two hundred grand. Yeah, that's it. And the name so of the game at the point. Filler. Yeah, so exactly. It's, it's, to me, it's a bit sideways. Unless you're planning on using the loop. Even then, if Braley's if uh, if Braley's going to make yeah eighty a hundred k at this point, you would you take the eighty a hundred k and then try and get to you know someone else to a gun as quickly as possible. It seems like this what that's, this is. This season is just yeah, a sprint to the finish. Yeah, buddy, go for it. Go for it. Righto. Harry Grant, coming out of possibly the best system that the modern game's seen in the last, like, 30, 40 years, right? Protégé of, like, the number one hated player in the game, right? So, like, in your opinion. Off of him, every minute of the game, he's just sucking his info out of him, right? Apparently, there are no houses left in Melbourne because Harry Grant's trained them all down, right? The West Tigers have gone out on a wing to get him. There must be something there, Burks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think that they would have gone out and done all of this, traded Momorowski off, which was one of their crackerjack centers, for a spud. Can I, I think can I, got it. Can I counter that? Yeah, go on. How many times have we seen a player leave the Melbourne Storm system and structure, go to another team that's not the Melbourne Storm system or structure and fail? This kid's untested. He hasn't even played and performed in the Melbourne Storm structure yet. So how do we know, just because he's killed it in a few Queensland Cup games, how do we know he's going to go fit into what the Tigers want to do, fit into what Madge wants to do, and succeed straight away with probably a lesser forward pack? Yeah, we'll see. Well, like, Madge has just lost uh, Reynolds, so, you know, like, Walters, what I saw of his first two games, he wasn't that impressive. Is Reynolds gone? comes from good DNA, wasn't as good as I thought he was going to be. Oh, I think there might be something there, but but I respect your opinion. No, I agree. I'll, I'll have him in two weeks if he starts, but, yeah, I'm not getting too excited just yet. Well, look, you know, here's how I'm looking at him. I started with Coruscant and mate Hodgson, and mate Hodgson hasn't done anything to excite me. He's $502,000 or similar. When I can trade him out and I can bring in Harry Grant, free me up yeah. 320 Mate, I'm looking at Harry Grant like he's just yeah. a cash cow. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Did, did you start Hodgson because of the draw? I did, and it's just turned around, and I, you know, oh, I started with jaws and by planning the whole lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is the asterisk season where that's all out the window. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I started with Tommy for the same reason, and yeah, it's all gone to smoke. Yeah, 
Nah, I think Tommy will still come out like a, you know, straight out of the gates. Anyway. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I do too, but he's but not playing was, at Brookvale in the next three weeks, oh, three games was, the next four weeks against Duds. There yeah. was, yeah, there was, and a, the there was a run there where he was just going to get us yeah. massive captaincy points in our head, and it hasn't worked out to our, our, our ways, but... Well, we don't know if it's worked out to our oh, ways yet. Don't get me wrong, everything's changed, but we still only got the first two rounds. Question is, when are we going to get... The remaining, what is it, 18? Well, apparently we're getting in up until around 10 by Tuesday. Yeah. By uh, Thursday. Thursday. So you'd, you'd have to think they'll have it all ready to go by the time we kick off Thursday night next week. They have to have it all papered. Yeah, you'd have it to. It has to be on paper before a ball's kicked. They can't go into a half-cock season. Like, I know, I think... What? I think, isn't it the last couple of games... The last six weeks, I think, uh, is... Undecided at the start of the yeah, year. Yeah, that doesn't get dealt with until around 12. I'm not sure when, but yeah, later but on. Yeah, but them last couple of games aren't. But we're in unprecedented times and we've lost them games. So you'd assume they'd just come out and go, well, this is it. This is what we got. Then again, if they do open up grounds. No, well, we can deal with that later. Yeah. They can still be at home and away. And we can just deal with when the grounds open up later. Yeah, that's it. At least if they've got grounds operating for now, then they're playing games and the season's operating. And if it turns... The only reason I would see them changing the season structure up would be if crowds were allowed back at the grounds. Yeah, all right. that, that would be the only point of reverting back to, okay, these are the actual home grounds. But even then, you might keep the grounds as they are and just let the fans come in and support the game and watch as much football as no, they can possibly well, consume. I'd say once we're at the stage of the crowds coming back, everyone will be playing at their home grounds by then. You'd think so. Now, last week I asked a question on our sister podcast <laughs> down the road, uh, Mike and Saps. They thought I was fucking around. They didn't take me... I, I, you know what I'm like. My words, my words aren't my key thing. My personality is what wins you over. Um, From the dude who said, hey, you know what I want to do? Start a podcast. Yeah. With all your words. Yeah. Cool. But my personality will win you over. <laughs> I said that. <laughs> and it won you over, Justin. No, that was <laughs> what, what was the question? But my question was like, can I become a trade junkie this year? Like, at some point, am I going to overtrade? Is what I meant by that question. Like, am I going to get so accustomed to just using trades that I'm going to end up fucking my team? Like, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? You're going to try and outsmart yourself kind yeah, of thing. Like now that I could, do I have too much? Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Like, it, like when you've got to minimize yeah. your trades... Are, are, are you going to trade? abuse the trades and just <laughs> trade people out or in just because you can? Yeah. And Even though like there's judging, no reason behind yeah, it. Like judging on a week-to-week thing. Like, and that's where it's going to get, especially if you do, don't use a few trades throughout the year, you're going to have... You're going to fi- finish the year with 10 trades, and for some unknown reason, it just doesn't feel right nah. to finish the fucking year. Well, I, I think a lot of people are going to try that this year. They're going to try and bring in pods each week or whatever to try and get that point of difference, especially if they're behind trying to catch up. Yeah, I can see that strategy being adopted. I'm thinking about it. Yep. See, I don't know. Like, for me, I'm going to use... I think I'm going to use trades hard at the start. Uh, Because I didn't use them in the first couple of rounds. So now I've got a lot. I'm going to chew through my five now. 
get my team set up the way I want, try and grab as much cash as possible and start converting into guns. My whole strategy is get to my dream team as quickly as possible because there's nothing in the way. It's just a straight up sprint to the finish. So for me, cash, 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 use heaps of trades, get my guns in and then pretty much nuff the rest so I don't have any AE problems. I've only got guns left as auto emergency should anything happen anyway. Yeah. Hey, well, look, I totally agree with you there, Jazzy. I really do. But in saying that, like, I think very, like, every astute super coach, he will want to have, like, at least one fucking nafty on the bench, mate. Because if you're, like, going to look at any VC loophole options, if you're going to get every player in which is making you the maximum, you know, amount of cash, you're not going to be able to loop. And that's the part which I really want to talk about because I think over the next two to three weeks, with the strength of schedule which we do now, we've got to look for VC loopholes because if you can get that like 150 guy looped in, you get 300, you're going to put a clear springboard gap between you and whoever your competition is and that's what we're all looking to do so i think having the nafty is very important so making as much cash as possible maybe isn't the best strategy maybe almost as much cash with a nafty so you reckon start you should have enough right now and be running that loophole every single week every week mate if you are not running that loophole you're not a super coach, you're just like a, you know, tag along guy. I mean, you've got to be looking at every single advantage because there are guys that are desperately keen to win this and that's what they're doing. They're sitting there planning it, looking at who's going to be good and who's not. And, mate, if you're not doing the same, you're not going to be in the same, you know, race, mate, full stop. All right, all right. However, now, like, I understand that and that's the overall race and that is definitely a certain game that, some people really love but everything's been brought forward with footy restarting and some people are cool just playing against their mates and just doing the head-to-head thing so in, in that situation they don't have to necessarily be running that loophole um but so maybe they should be looking to just fire up on pods like are you, are you doing your head-to-head well what are your thoughts on head-to-head and what's your strategy there this year's head-to-head overall, it's the same now because you did have guys at the start of the year which were fastidiously planning on who's going to be in round one, round two, who's in for the first buy, who's out. Well, that's all out the window now. Now, it, as you said earlier, it is just a full-on sprint race. You know, it's just getting as many guns as possible but keep your nafty for your loophole, mate, because... Overall, bragging rights is where it's at as far as I'm concerned. You can win your head-to-head, yeah, sure, I won a head-to-head, but bragging rights is where it's at, mate. Getting the key ring. Getting your ring. That's where it's all at. Yeah. your ring, Jazzy? Yeah. Well, speaking of, I mean, that's it. You know about how you go about getting the Supercoach ring. What have you done to go get it for us, bud? Have you, uh, oh, you know, like, I've only rang up New Zealand Radio, National Radio, and said everyone get on to, like, 360. I suppose I could go back there and find it in a podcast somewhere. You yeah, know, like I, I can do that. You just need to tell me the exact date and show, right? Don't get we me wrong. Do that, mate. We 
can do that. But so you've got to remember, New Zealand's been in lockdown, and if you've been out like frivolously running around trying to put a Supercoach three sixty flag up there, you're you in trouble. Like a thousand dollar fine, you know, and go to jail. I can understand that. I'm doing me wrong, and I'm not suggesting you do that. I mean, I'm, well, I don't know. All we're, all we're looking for, all we're looking for, really, is just like anything creative. I mean, that's it. We're all in isolation, and we can understand that. So, it, I mean, whatever you can even do in isolation, to be honest, like, look what we're doing with it. All we do is get it, go, hey, look what this legend sent us, and then put it on social media. So, just send us all the random stuff that'll go up on social media anyway. Send us memes, for God's sake, at this point. Like, you know. Let's just have some fun with it. We've had nine weeks of no football. Well, aren't we all starting to go a little bit mad? All right, before we go to questions, yeah, I've got my charity for the week. Oh, yeah? Who's that? Uh, it's Motor Neurons Disease Australia. Um, just go and like and share their Facebook page. It's a pa- I work with a dude who's got motor neurons disease, so I see what happens to people. <coughs> And is he a young guy or, or what, Boogs? Is he a young guy or what? Yeah, he's 46. Fuck. And how long has he had it for? Diagnosed? Um, two years. Diagnosed yeah. two years going on. Um, and it's been hard for him, man, you know. And I hate to say it, but if you work your whole life, it's the worst thing for you. Oh, it's a shocking disease. You know, and... No one wants to help you when you've worked your whole life. Like, the government don't want to help you because you own shit. Until you sell all your shit, then they'll help you. Do you know what I mean? So, people like motor neurons disease come in and help these people and give them all sorts of equipment and wheelchairs and, like, just heaps of stuff and funding and all that sort of shit. Like, they're another non-for-profit organisation, just like Gotcha for Life is. I looked into that. Nice work, Um, bud. But, yeah, so... it. That's just, it's another charity close to me personally, that one. Yeah. Like, um, it's my missus' dad, and it's just fucking terrible to watch, you know? And every little thing helps, so if you can like and share, that'll help out me, I guess, in the long run, because I work there. All exposure helps. But yeah, so that's the charity for this week, if you just want to go and have a... Nice, mate. ...like and share. Um, questions? Um... Oh no! Questions like question post. <laughs> yeah, have have you got it? Um, no, well, I was going to do the ones off Facebook first because there's some good ones in there. You want to answer some questions, Teddy? Oh, I'm always up for questions. Hey, but before we go into any questions, just got to do a couple of little shout outs. Yeah. Firstly, wanted to do a shout out to Brent and Joshy and the Bogan from the BJ on Game Day League. Don't know whether you guys have ever been over and had a look at their show, but. Uh, they're pretty similar-minded blokes. Uh, met some really cool blokes on their side. One of your first commenters tonight, Kane Anderson, Dr. Kando. Shout out to him. He's a he's a fearsome competitor. <laughs> he's in one of my draft leagues. Yeah. Uh, you know, and mate, me mate, um, the big ginger and uh, shake. So just a ginger. shout out to those guys because they're all up in the top thousand, top two thousand oh, of yeah. the game. So kicking my ass. Legends. Yeah, they're going good this year. Now, just quickly before we actually get into questions then, Ted, <coughs> uh, what other podcasts do you do to improve your game? Just for our listeners out there that have a listen. Well, look, you know, to be fair, I'm a bit of a um, podcast fiend. Slut. I like, okay, straight up with you, uh, uh, shout out 
to the boys over there at the Super Coach Champions. Um, you know, Bear, shout out to Bear, <laughs> shout out to Wilfred, shout out to the boys over there at the Super Coach All Stars. I quite there, like their work. Um, I listen to almost all of them going, <laughs> but I relate more to you, Blake. You know, because growing up in Newcastle, and you know, you guys in the west of Sydney, you know, like, yeah. it's, you know pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but 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 hey, it, it's just a big community, and uh, yeah. most of these guys have, you know, we we just love football, so you know, just yeah. love it. You know, like, it's it. a good place to be. Absolutely, it's a good thing to have in common. Alright, first question I've got It says, hi guys uh, It's from Scott Smith, g'day Scott It says, hi guys, I'm curious as to why I only got three trades Could be making two trades after round two Um, I would think so But have you tried reversing your trades And seeing if it reverses back to five trades Because I'd be curious I mean, did any of you guys do any trades after round two? I had mine done before and they and when all got... I went in, I had I had uh, three more to do. And when so you the reverse, first two had already been completed, but there was three more I could do. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But when you <laughs> reverse, you got back all five. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So give that a crack if you haven't yet. Um, Henry Bryan says, "Word is Chris Randall will get minutes at hooker for the Knights. Is Watto still a buy if he plays sixty-ish at hooker, then gets benched?" <laughs> Or maybe he plays 80 and moves into the middle when Randall comes on and then is is he still a must? If he gets 60, I'm all over him still. I'll wait for his price. And if he's doing 80, obviously, then even more so. Yeah. Teddy, you, you got any interest in Watto if he's starting hooker? You get on Watto? Oh, look, you know, um, my famous saying is you can't have them all, mate. You know, <laughs> like, I, I'm going for Dylan Brown because of his break even. Watto's looking juicy. Um, I think I might ride Dylan Brown, maybe cash out and get on Watto if he starts to kill it. But yeah. with, uh, Brown's 121 in his rolling average. That's just too irresistible. Watto, you're on my watch list. Fair call. Lovely, lovely. All right, Brad Ives, he says, what are you guys' thoughts on picking up Grant from the Tigers? You wait two weeks uh, and see how he goes. Yeah, I'm waiting two weeks. You got some questions there, Burks? I'm waiting two weeks as well. I'm getting them now. All right. Uh, Sackle, he says, who is the Peter Griffin-looking bloke? (laughs) Ted, I, I think he's talking to you. Is he talking to me? Who's that person looking at me? Peter Griffin. Who's he? I don't, I don't, I don't know him. Who's he? Saxy is just a regular piss taker. He's a, he's the dude from Family Guy. Oh, right. No, no, no. Still don't know him. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Mark Hindle. Martin... Out, Yeo in, Aikens out, Zarko in, Walker out, Watson in, Sivo out, Stags in, young kid from Souths who did his pack out, Ikatoa in, leaves him 171 in the bank and projected 10.34. Is that bad or thoughts? Sound like good trades. I like it. I can't fold anything. Um, Yeo... 
Depending on where you put Yeo, if you're putting him in the second row or if you're putting him in the centres. I'm not sold on Yeo, I'll be honest. No, but in the centres, you'll do it. I'd much rather Mansell, personally, for an extra or for an extra 10 grand or 12 grand or whatever he is. Mm. Mansell just looks primed for a big year this year. He looks back to his old self. Um, hey, Hey, Berks, how do you think Mansour's got his mojo back, right? Because when his face was just, like, smashed in and broken and looked like a smashed-up, like, bag of crabs, he really, for his next 12 months, was, like, afraid to go in hard, you know? Like, he just wouldn't put his head near any tackle, you know? He was moving away. What's happened? How come he's back? What did he do to get his form again? It's psychological, I think, Ted, like... He had a bit of bone punched. He had a hole punched in his face by a knee. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My it was horrific. It was massive. And, like, you got to think in the back of your head, the amount of reconstructive surgery and things that it would have took, like another hit in your head psychologically to get over that's a big thing. And I think he's obviously done a lot of work in his off-season and, and played the season last year, just not to his full potential that we know of. But this year he seems back, and obviously it was mental demons holding him back last year, and he just seems to have got past that. Yeah, well, look, the only reason I'm not bringing him in is because Newcastle are up against him, and we're going to just smash him, and we're just going to run over the top of him, so his stats won't make it, you know, look. They just won't cut it for round three, maybe round four, maybe round four I'm looking at. (laughs) Yeah, all right. Confident. Like, I like it. it. I like it a lot. Um, We're on a crusade this year. Next question from Vance Smith. Twile a good pickup or a risk? Is it better to just go clamour? He started well last year and then dropped off. Also had injury affected games in round one and two. Oh, I like Twile personally and with the trades. If he doesn't work out, I can always go to Clem later. Yep. Juzzy? <clears throat> Twelve fan. Yeah, traded him in this week. Ted? Oh, look, loved him. Uh, loved him when he made his debut there. Uh, on the international scene, really stamped some authority. Um, but I'm not sold on him yet. Like, he's just a sniff short of 500. Gonna make 50 grand. But as everyone knows... He did the same thing last year, started real well, and then he's a little bit glass-like and, you know, picks up a few injuries. Sure, he's got great, great, great base, but he doesn't have an offload, so all he is is like a tackle bot. So, you know, like, whether you want a tackle bot playing in your front row or you want someone with an offload and someone who's going to be devastational like like Haas and, mate, I'm really sold on the young Toby Rudolph, so I'd put Rudolph higher than um, Twal. Yeah. True. Yeah. I've already got Rudolph, so cheer it. Nice. So what nice. other what other options could I go for around his sort of budget? I mean I was looking at him for the cash grab at fifty grand doesn't seem worth it if he's not gonna maintain it and you know, if he, if he's gonna make me that hundred and fifty then you know, I'm looking at keeper or straight swap to someone who's on the up and up. But Well okay, look, um Jussie my call, and I was calling it out last year, was for the big red dog, Corey Horse. I love the guy. He's just, like, super coach friendly. Got a great game. For his price, I think he's a better cash down option than Twal. Just depends on the Bateman comeback. 
Um, and it is the Bateman comeback. The other Bateman's gone. I'm glad that we've got that clarified. <laughs> but um, I, I think that the horse is a really good option there, especially if you've got 12 uh, on. No, look, if 12's on your horizon, you get rid of him. Roll up a Paddy Carrigan from your second row into your front row um, and free up some spot for uh, Katoa or someone else going to come through making you money. Even Cohen Hess, I think, is a better option. If like you can roll someone out of your second row to the front row and not bring in Twal and bring in Cohen Hess, maybe there's an 80-minute guy on the edge which will just offer you some more attacking stats. Yeah, yeah, it's it. No, it just occurred to me, actually. I, th- I think I have to go back and have a look at my trades because James Fisher-Harris was on my hit list and I don't think I got him. So he might be one of those options. Yeah, but he was so consistent for me last year. And the thing with the Hawes is exactly what's happening to him this year is he was up and down and he didn't actually put on a stack of cash last year. He wasn't that real good cow in that respect because he wasn't consistent with his minutes because he was there just filling injuries. People kept coming in and then going out, coming in and then going out. So... It looks like that might be happening at the Raiders, like you're saying that's, you know, exactly the case with Bateman coming in and so yeah, I don't well, know if I want to take that risk. Does it it's not just Bateman coming in, it could be the anti vaxxers going fucking out too. Like we haven't had a look at the draw yet. So mate, you know, you know No, he's he's he's, com- uh, he's completely right. Harley, Guys that don't want to take the jab, so if they've got to play up in Queensland, well, like guys like Corey Horse and... and they Edward don't for Miller, the first two weeks. Juicy. They play Newcastle and Melbourne in the first two weeks, so they won't be going to Queensland in those two weeks. Yeah. I don't know what happens after that. Right, we'll go to Brett. We'll move, we'll move to Brett O'Connor's question anyway. That was Vance Smith's question. Uh, Brett O'Connor's, hey boys. Do you think the Warriors are relevant this year because they don't have to travel so far? And is E Katoa a must-have? Would you guys, back in the day, have a Spud Carroll or a Chief in your Supercoach side? Ooh, I think E Katoa is highly relevant. If you don't have him, you're crazy. Yeah. You should have started with him. If you don't, if you didn't, you should have him by now. And I think the Warriors are relevant for captain options each week against them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and all day long. Yeah. Oh, look, I used to love the running battles them two blokes had together. And you'd probably remember him a bit more fondly than I do, Ted, the Spud and Chief battles. Um I'd probably have the I'd probably have the Chief, but just on he was just a tough hard man. It was, it, was, it was a big worker too. He played big minutes and got through a lot of work. Yeah. But take nothing away from Spud. Oh, no, definitely not. Like, you, you flip of the coin. Un- uncompromising, you put either Spud. one in your side any day of the week. I'm going to train me two bobs with yep. in there. I'm a member in Origin and, like, you know, like, Carol comes in and then, like, you know, the Chief comes in and the Chief's laying on his back shaking like a leaf. He's going into spasms because he got the hill knocked out of him. That was the 95 every, semi-final. every day of the week for me. <laughs> really? Yeah, From an overcastrian. Against a man who delivers our first premiership as captain. I know, but I won't go into a story about how Chief was a crybaby when he used to play for his school and everything. Like I've heard I've heard I've heard things a bit like that. 
Yeah, you know, I won't go into it then, how I know people that made him try when he was a little man. But he grew up into a good footballer, so I'm not and disrespected. I, 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 apart from when they won the grand final, I don't think I ever seen him cry on the field. I don't think anybody made him cry there. <laughs> not on that day, no, not on that day. We were talking when it was like 14 or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. cold out there at Woi Woi. You know, <laughs> cold for him. <laughs> um, a bit precious, eh? He was in the day. All right, Brett Stevenson, question. How, uh, how and can you please convince people out of Stags and Luciano as they were a couple of my first choices and he doesn't want to share? <laughs> Sorry, bud. Okay, well, D- steer him towards Sankstar and he'll probably do it for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you with Luci and to be honest... This is the first time it's been mentioned tonight, so you keep your mouth shut, so will I, and let's just ride that one out, bud. Stop and doing that head movie, you're who, on camera, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, and who was the other one? Uh, Luciano and Staggs. And Staggs. Well, look, man, you, you, everyone's getting on Staggs. Oh, I've, I've heard rumours of him being a trap, uh, so we can keep sort of... You guys heard of anything like that? I'm not getting oh. on him, I can't. Well, everyone was all over him at the start of the year and then Bird went down and Sarkin went to fullback and took the goal-kicking duties and everybody went a bit cold on him. But now that he's had those two first weeks that he has, I think everybody's pretty hot back on him. Yeah, that's it, Bird. So why aren't you getting him? I've got him. Oh, you? And I've already uh, started with Lucy, so... Yeah, that's it. So yeah, you're on the Lucy train as well. I can't help him. Yeah, I'm not getting... I haven't got either. I'm not getting either. Really? Yeah. How are you getting your centres then? You've got to be making a trade in your centres. Mansour. Mansour. That's, yeah. your, that's your goal. Yeah. See, a lot of people are going for a Sarko. I got what you reckon there? Yeah, it's it. Yeah. I started with him. Do you have Luciano and Staggs, Teddy? Yeah, got them all. Go Luciano, Staggs. In my bench, I've got uh, Lomax. I've got Willie Army. And, and I've got me spud for me VC option there. Okay, yeah, yeah. Who is your spud? Oh, I can't even say his name. He's just some spud from up there in the Cowboys, you know, like he was meant to be like, a, you know, one of these. Like I was watching like um, some of these podcasts earlier this year and they're going, oh, this guy's a probable possible. So I went, well, he looks spud enough for me, so he's in. <laughs> yeah. So you, you, you're willing to gamble and play the, uh, the A game, the last minute name? Well, look, you know what? Look, I think you can really successfully talking, yeah. run your team on a 23-man basis, I don't think you need 25 generating your cash. I certainly think having a spud doing nothing, it's a part of the game because if you're not looping, you're not in it, mate. All right, sweet ass. Yeah, all right. Um, Brent Stowers. Is Bill? it? Sorry, is it to buy Fido by any chance? No, well, I got the other one. What was his name? Um... Let me go into it. Lemu. Lemu and Lou? Yeah, him. Oh. Yeah, the other one's starting with Bill. Hang on, I can't even go into it. I'll just load up my screen here. Connolly, Lemu. That's him. Lemu Lou. <laughs> yeah. That's him. So yeah, you... that's the one. L E M U E L U. He's 171,000 yeah. sitting there doing nothing all season, I hope. <laughs> right, eh? so Brent Stowers has said the MILF has re signed with the Broncos and has looked good outside Croft in the first two rounds. Reckon he's a keeper at 5'8? 
Also, yeah. who's your favourite MILF outside of footy? M- my biggest thing on MILF is he had a fucking huge distraction outside of me, David Fafita. Now that David Fafita's out for possibly four weeks, the attention's going to be back on MILF on that side now. So whether yeah. he's going to have as much space and time as he did at the start of the year with David Fafita taking a lot of the attention, I don't know now. Well, I got the MILF. I've got him too, and I'm worried. He was my, he was me little sneaky, eh? the MILF. You little sneaky you though, Bergs? Have you got him in at 5'8 or fullback? Oh, 5'8. I've can't, got no room at fullback. Yeah. Not not for a guy like Milf. Not, nah. Like, he's too too risque. Oh, when, so got, is he starting 5'8 or bench 5'8? He's my starter. Yeah, because that's where you sort of ran out of money and had to play the balance game? No, I just wanted Mine Milf. Mine was by choice. I had, yeah? I had the choice of Milf or drink water, and I went Milf. And, Fair. And my other two cheapies were Wakeham and friggin' um So she'd have gone drinky over Wakeham. Yeah, and I ended up doing Walters. That. And no, I didn't get Walters. Oh. No. All right, so uh, Wakeham's shelf life would be pretty fucking short span these days with old uh Foz meant to be coming back and then old um Joshy Reynolds <coughs> popping over. What do you think's gonna happen to Wakeham? Do you think he's a trade out for you or what? Well, ha- no, he's already gone. He's already gone for me. Has Josh Reynolds Sign. Yeah, I think he's oh, actually... Well, I think Josh Reynolds is pushing it harder than anyone else to get back over to Billmore. Yeah, okay, fair call. He'll get 14. I think Dean Pay said he's going to stick with Wakeham and Foran I, I as think, the starters. I think the biggest sticking point there is, is Josh Reynolds going to willing, be willing to take a pay cut from 900k to whatever the dogs can offer him. Oh, well, that ex-missus of his was going to take half of it, so I think he'd be, like, happy if he got a little bit more than that, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. Fair right. call. Hey, now, uh, hey, on the dogs, what about this, like, Jake Avarillo? Is he going to be, like, a victim of, like, Reynolds coming back? Oh, I mean, he was scrounging about five, ten minutes on the bench. Is he going to be back to reserve grade, or what's going to happen there? If Reynolds goes there, I say he will. He won't get that 14 again. That'll be Reynolds's. Or does he keep the 14 and wake him, drop out, and Reynolds comes in at six? Nah. Reynolds is 30 oh, who something. Who knows how Dean Pay thinks, though? That's it. But he'll probably ha- end up having Corey Harawir and I play there. <laughs> he could, if he would, he could, trust me. Um, yeah, all right. So, next question. Right, what's, who's your favourite MILF outside of footy? I understand he misses. Kathy's yeah, it. bang. Same with misses. <laughs> Good call, Bergs. There you go, sweet. Um, Anthony and Renee Cashman. Hey, boys, so stoked. We're back to footy, and I'm bringing in Twal, Stags, Zarko, Pierce, only for the cash. And his last trade, is it best to get Masters or Lolo? I would normally say Lolo. I'd still since, say Lolo. Since versus the Titans, Masters may go big. Loves his cash, eh? Lolo's playing the Titans too. Yeah, I know. We know where tries are scored nine times out of ten. It's out the edge there. Uh, yeah, but also Locke can also run lines through there and score tries. If anyone can break a line, it's Lolo. And who are the massive Titans forwards that are stopping him? I'm going Lolo over Masters, personally. Because well, uh, I've got Lolo. Man, I'm throwing, the, I'm throwing the VC loop on Lolo. Just straight up, Captain, yeah, bro. There's no ticker. <laughs> Teddy's all over that. Yeah, look. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, look, oh, I think that that's your game where your two best VC loops are. Oh, I'm liking Jussie's call for Lolo. That'll be me. But if you're one of these guys that look, you know, went out on a limb and, mate, you've got Valley Holmes in, mate, your team, he's one which would be a real sneaky VC looper. And, mate, the Usain Masters thing versus Lolo, even though, like, Masters might go big one game yeah. versus the Titans, Mate, you've got to put it on Lolo because he's going to average close to 90 this year. And yeah. if you're going to lock and load 90 points every week for the one shot that Masters has versus the Titans, nah, that's a shit trade. Put it on Lolo every day of the week. Lovely. Well, I'm, I'm going drink water personally as my VC. <laughs> Reckon he's going to go large. Because he's a cheap playmaker this yeah. week there too, eh? Yeah, he should be, hopefully. That's what I'm hoping on. You but yeah, j- just on Lolo, I think... With the retreat and defence again, with the game being faster, he's going to be even more scary this year. Yeah, with that quick tap, bang, give it to him, bang. Like six again with the roll on, just giving him the ball because he doesn't stop so far out. He's going to be scary, man. As soon as they call it, he'll be getting in position because he'll know know the next play, the ball is coming to him. He's got to be there to run that line. Just start smashing forward. <laughs> well, that's it, and he'll 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 be he'll be setting up yeah for play three or, or support. Well, I've seen, seen, oh, seen a few people. I've seen a few people trading him in. I know he's floating around on a few people's radars, and that's it. I get that. He's off the grog, and usually when players yeah, get off the grog, they the go piss, better. Yeah, they usually go good when they're off the piss. Face, face yeah, Scott Smith, he says, call me old school, but he reckons there should be no interchange, just replacements. Bring back the five-meter rule. Bring back contest in the scrum. Let hookers be hookers. Bring back shoulder charge. May take a while to comprehend these changes. Oh, I didn't realize there was more. Should have read this. I'm ha- I'm- oh, there's, there's quite a bit more. I'm happy okay, I'm now. happy with 50% of that. I don't want the five-meter back. The question. Goes for ages. Got to be ten. Yeah. Two. Not enough time there with the five. Yeah, no five. Five and five and it looks like English Super League. You know, it's all ugly. You know, it's too tight in the ruck there. A little bit of room frees them up. You know, that's much more pleasant football to watch. Definitely. Yeah. May take a while to comprehend these changes, but what it will do is bring halves into the game. It will also allow skinny wingers. To be playing as finishers, in my opinion. Every player these days can pretty much play every position. I want to see fatigue and uh, junior players uh, not turn away from the game because they're not six foot four and 110. Uh, I want to see the old survey chip and chase. Oh, Mr. Chip and Chase. That's all right. He even says in the comments, sorry for the SA guys. I, I appreciate I, that, Scott. I agree about... 70% of that. What don't you agree with, firstly? I don't agree with the five metre, like we just discussed. I don't agree with the no interchange, especially in junior football. If you have no interchange in junior football, then that little skinny kid's never getting on the field. Yeah. The only reason why those little skinny kids get on the field then because they have unlimited interchange and they can afford to give them five minutes or whatever at certain amounts of time. Yeah. So you take away the interchange, it's going to kill the little kid. But I'm happy to... Oh, I want the interchange down to four. I'm happy with four. Yeah. Well, see, look, I'll be honest. What I'm saying with the interchange is I've heard they're dropping it to six. 
next year. That's what Pete's pushing. Well, it's been planned for a while from what I understand. I believe we we talked about it last year. Six years it's been talked about. Exactly. So it's been planned and and that's it. It's been in Toddy's hands. It was always supposed to happen next year anyway. Um, no, nah, so, I don't think it was. I think Toddy was putting on the back burner yeah, again for another year until yeah. Blandy's come in and said it's happening. Well, right. Yeah, well, that's about the one thing that Blandy's has got wrong because these days, and this is my two bobs worth, is that um, <coughs> with the amount of HIAs that are in the game now, you can't be reducing the interchange because they've only got to have a couple of bumps on the head and they could be serious but, bumps. Oh, I think they should be upping it to maybe... 10, but having 6 on the rotate and 4 there for a possible HIA. Well, with, with the HIA, no. they get 2 free interchanges. If you get HIA and you have to go off for a test, you get a free interchange to go off, and then in 15 minutes you yeah. get another free interchange to come back on. If you So pass. technically, that's that's pretty much using 2 substitutions there. So what I think, and I completely agree, and possibly even going as low as 4, but I reckon starting with 6, is because now that they've introduced the HIA... They brought it. And the introduced introduction of the captain's challenge as well that's it you see clubs using HIAs as interchanges and you see uh, the captain's challenge being used as a timeout at a crucial uh, point to stop momentum if you, if you count HIAs and shit some games you end up with 14 interchanges and shit it's ridiculous sometimes yeah, yeah but it's it's necessary oh absolutely some of them are necessary yeah that's I it I think some of them are highly played on see Blake fucking get kneed in the leg and he's grabbing back <laughs> Fucking head off. Only a fool after 24 minutes. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, well, hey, do you know what? You know, when, when mate, you were talking about the poor little kid on the interchange that's not getting the shot. Yeah. Go play soccer. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I, 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 had, I had a fit. I had a feeling that was, that was your mentality, though. Like, it was like, only the strong will survive. Like, don't get me wrong, it's going to be a rough 10, 20 years, but first grade in 10, 20 years, the the little kids out there will be absolute units well, from the, your that's rules. It. If yeah. The little kids, they're usually tough, and they either get in there and have a go, or they don't. Yeah, that's it. They go play soccer, <laughs> like you said. They're fast runners, they're good steppers, I mean, yeah. hey... If, mate, you grow up living in, mate, South Auckland over here, the little kids, mate, I see some, like, local little kids here that are 12 years old that are 100 kilos, mate. You know, so, you know, like, I think if you're big enough for the game, you play it. If you're a little kid, you've just got to make the most of what you've got given. That's it. Little are good or you don't play. Run around them. That's the problem. Most most people's twelve year olds over here aren't hundred and ten and already six foot and they don't want their little tackers playing against the little tackers that love league from over there. Mate, Reggie's there's gonna a, go high. There's a few of them that live here. And you know what I mean? That can be intimidating to them. So no, that's not. where like the interchange through juniors, but ultimately we're not talking juniors. I don't need to see those changes implemented all the way down the junior leagues. I need to see them implemented probably at reserve grade level. And definitely a first grade level. And but, representative, I think all. Oh, well, yeah. representative teams. Yeah, there, there you go. You keep talking, you know, like that's it. If you're talking the the pathways to uh, the future players yeah. and, and the future grades of the game, then yeah, okay, get them used to those rules. But you don't need the rest of juniors being on the exact same rules as first grade. But you need something to aspire to, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. 
Alrighty, boys. Uh, do we have much else to talk I about do. tonight? I've got three more questions. You got some more questions. Actually, hold on. Let's see if I got. Yeah, you go one of yours. I'll uh, see if I got any more. What mods are interesting to you? Are interesting you with the changes to the draw that you probably wouldn't have thought of previously? Well, I've heard one mentioned That's a fair Reece bit Conchi. lately. Yeah. Take it away, Teddy Cohen Hess. Cohen Hess, you know, look, or, or, you know, like. If I could have them all, I'd be looking to get Cohen Hess in there. Oh, so he's not um, making your team? No, he's not in my team, but I can see him coming in in the next few weeks when I free up a bit of cash. Like, once Emre Gula makes a couple of earns, I think I'll be flicking him off and <coughs> I'll be bringing Hess in. But I think that there's someone here that isn't on anyone's radar, maybe mine, but I'm looking at why we were a hot pools. Like, as soon as that why we were Hargraves is ready to come, you know, in and, like, really, you know, like, enforce it, I'm really thinking that a combination of him in the front row, Haas, him, and maybe uh, Corey Horsberg, him on my front row, that's looking pretty good to me. So he's maybe one of my sneakies that I'm looking at. Yeah. Well, he came out during the week and... Love the idea of this six again thing because he reckons it's going to benefit the fitter forwards in the game. So that tells me he's pretty fit and ready to go for it. Because he's played 80 on more than a few times that I've seen. Yeah, well, look, that Roosters system, it's got to be like the best, maybe the second best. Maybe Melbourne and the Roosters have got the best trainers there. Wouldn't be surprised if he's uh, looking as fit as a fiddle and comes out and kills it. Yep. No, I don't hate that, Teddy. Yeah, that's a pretty good one as far as I'm concerned, but he's not in my team, I'm spewing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was uh, Race Conchie's question. Josh Donnelly, what do we have planned, lads, for the kickoff? A party? What? Apparently. Yeah. My place. <laughs> I'm coming to your place with uh, Ronson, as far as I know. I reckon I might be there too. Well, yeah, I've learned of this today, so I guess yeah, I'm coming. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah, you're definitely there. <laughs> I'll see if I can bring your godson out. That's it. <laughs> I'll, let you, uh, I'll let you know what uh, what we want for dinner, I guess. Yeah, fucking steak. <laughs> <laughs> you're, cooking a, you're cooking a barbie, bro. It's a party. Fucking hell. You want to take a day off work and shit, too, so it's slow-cooked steak. Oh, it's, a, it's a take a day off work kind of occasion, I think. It sounds like it. I got, I got something here from Ray Gavin. He says, uh, you should keep Arrow. Anyone agree with that? I am. I don't know. It's a toss-up between him and Liam Knight on who I keep at the moment. It's Liam Knight's going, like, but I might get rid of Arrow. don't know. I just can't see where the improvement's going to come from. It still doesn't look like the new coach is going to play him for any more minutes than what he played last year, so he's gone for me. I think there's bigger, better options out there. Yep. I never had him. Teddy? Yeah, well, look, he's one of my trades. I started with him. I was hoping that he'd deliver. Um, I think... The only guy that I'm really interested in up there would be Mo Fodderwecker. He'd be also one of my little sneakies there out on a pod watch. But um, apart from that, there's not, much, there's not much joy up there. Can I just chuck in, like, I think that I've got to do some hating on Cardi. Even though I hear that now he's just got his jam and everything like that, I think he 
so much of a spud nah. that any attention's good attention for him. So finally he's done something good for the game. But the sooner he's not playing for that team, the better off they'll be. You're going to be disappointed, Teddy, because he never got a jab. He'd come out and got a doctor to sign a doctor's certificate saying he had a bad reaction in the past and got an exemption from the health minister of Queensland. So, oh, well, look, he's been doing the same thing to the coach of the fucking Titans, getting a tackle exemption. So that's all he does. He gets, get exemption card. That's his new name. Exemption for tackling. Exemption for everything. And his missus isn't even that good looking. And, mate, I'm sure that she's pulling all the strings and he doesn't even oh, have yeah. a brain. Yeah, no, it's all, it's all her. It's all her. So he's got an exemption from thinking. Mate, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next one from... Chris Irwin, back to Supercoach-related questions. With the Panthers and Panthers draw Knights, no Ponga and Warriors nobody, would you take Yeo or Mansource? Also nothing, they'll have no Cleary. Yeah, that's it. I'm what? a bit iffy about Panthers because they've like, got no Cleary. Draw, would you take Yeo or Mansource, but they've got no Cleary to help What's them the, What do the Warriors got to do with it? They play them secondly, I'm guessing. Panthers? Yeah. yeah. So would you jump on Yeo or the Source? I feel with no clear, I feel the Source will still get his. He's he's. The Source is on the other side, so it shouldn't really affect his, him too he much. He gets his base anyway. Yeah. Like his base is unbelievable. Well, and that's it. It might affect him because, especially if uh, Burton likes throwing the opposite way. Oh, no, not even. Well, he's on Luai's side. Yeah, Luai's his half. So if anything, it should help him because Luai yeah. should be the dominant man out there. So jump on the Source. No, like Teddy said, no, Newcastle's going to smash him. Yo. <laughs> I think you've got to jump on Yo because because Yo's just going to be there being like a tackle bot and maybe the odd little offload. I, I still like the source, but Yo's just going to be more consistent and and I think that he's earned his spot, even though they've got like that spud Catewell coming back and that. But I think Catewell's only good for 20 minutes anyway. I think Yo's your better option there. I, yeah. I agree. But, and... Like I said, if Yo doesn't keep playing 80, you always swap him. All right. Now, I um, let someone down this week. <laughs> Poor Reggie. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Josh McKeeran, he, he asked me to get us to do up our best 36. So I decided to play a side over the past so X amount of years. I'll find the actual thing on it soon. But we didn't get around to it, so this week, boys... We didn't get around to it. I love that. <laughs> we're taking this in. is the first I've heard of yeah, it, but we say, didn't get around to it. Is this a comment or a message? Because <laughs> no, I'm no. seeing this like in the Facebook Live comments as well. It's like, yeah, hey, lads, don't forget to talk about this. It was just like, mm, what's this? <laughs> okay, my bad. Okay, yeah, good. I've had a lot on it. I'm fucking all sleep. Yeah, last you're all right, mate. You're oh, what, did you just have a kid or something? Yeah. Jesus. Oh. And he's, you know what? He likes the night. So yeah. He wants to sit up for two hours in the middle of the night and just look around the room. Teach him super coach. Yeah, he'll get there. Don't you worry. He'll be the face of super coach 360 one day, hopefully. <laughs> he'll be the first one of us to win. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so next week, I'll, get, I'll promise I'll get the boys onto it. Sorry, Josh. It's fully my bad. <laughs> okay, Elijah Tippany. He said, "If your team never existed, who would your second team be?" Oh, that's oh. tough. 
Um, oh, it is. It's tougher to pick now. Oh, what am I talking about? Bunnies. What was the question? If your team never existed, bunnies. Who would your team be? Yeah. And then Cowboys, <laughs> and then Storm, and then... All right, all right, all right. He's <laughs> <laughs> only going for the fact that he's only been around for a year. He's <laughs> <laughs> already got 17. Hey, no, nah, look, I was, I was first introduced to rugby league when um, I was, you know, 12 in Queensland. Fuck, that, that's a hard question. I've never really even thought about supporting another team, so I don't know. So who are we on before Newcastle? No one. This is what I'm saying. Like, with the mergers, what if your clubs are in the firing line? They were made in my year that I was born and everything. It was just made to be. Because everyone feels the same way as you guys. I honestly don't know. teams. If it was later on, it would probably be a Storm thing, because I fucking love Billy. Yeah. Maybe whoever Joey played for. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's too tough for me. Uh, Okay, so say you're coming in fresh today. Who are you looking at? I mean, you're probably going to go for a team that's got a superstar in it. Who, who are the superstars of this game? I suppose well, it depends on the position, but generally we're talking a halfback, a maybe a hooker or a fullback. Full it depends what position you play. If you follow, if you play and you're a back row or something, the back row is probably going to be your favourite player. I think yeah. as you get older, you expect a middle more. Like As a young black child, everything. Yeah. You, know, like you, you just think that the forwards don't do shit. Like, you know they're doing the hard work, but as you get older, you nah. watch the work they actually do in there, and you realise that them fucking backs aren't doing shit. You realise that the forwards win yeah, you the game. Yeah, backs aren't doing shit without them forwards getting them up the field and winning, the, like, the, the ruck, you Yeah, know? it's it, so winning the contest on the on the field. It's, it's a, a lot of the time it's their aggression and the way they, they hold themselves in the middle there, and eventually people try to start running around, and that's when you start losing ground, and... You know the middle's done their job. That's when you got to go back and reset and send someone back up the guts. And it's just a thing. Like you want that tough middle. And as I got older, I started realizing their middlemen they they do some hard fucking work, yeah. man. Alrighty. So well, can I just put in my Yeah, Teddy, go for it, mate. Oh, mate, my old man, God. Fucking bless him, right? He was a Western Suburbs Mex Pies fan, right? Yeah. And he loved Tommy Redonicus, <laughs> Dallas, all <laughs> the boys. And when they got kicked out of the competition, he said, never watching the game again, ever. Turned it off, never turned it back on. So that's staunch. I think once you got your club, you got your club. Yeah. That's it. That is staunch. Well, you've said... Never you've never watched the game ever again, mate. Never again, Bergs, ever. Fuck, that's, that's hectic. That's I've, crazy. I've, I've heard people say it, and well, I yeah, thought I, it was a bluff. I said if Newcastle ever folded, I would, I'd would i probably watch the game still, but I wouldn't support anyone. Yeah. Well, mm. as it is now, I'll I support my club, but I also support half of the fucking players in other clubs. Yeah. Like I love watching certain players play, and I'll just sit back and enjoy watching them play any game of football. I, I still like watching certain teams get up. You know what I mean? Like, until they come up against Panthers, then it's like, okay, Panthers. But... Unless it's ours. Ah, even then. <laughs> I want Panthers to take them. Especially if I've got Cleary. I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'll say Canberra, because Brett Mullins was probably one of my favourites as a kid, so... Yeah. He probably would have won me over there. Yeah. I, I would have said North Sydney with Brett Dallas, but they got kicked out as well, so that wouldn't have lasted long. <laughs> 
And hey, what about all those Newtown fans out there? I bet you there's plenty of Newtown Jets fans that still keep on going watching them playing in the local league and they wouldn't ever watch one game of NRL. Yeah, yeah. Like you just, said, they were staunch back then, the supporters. Yeah, just quickly before we go too far, I'll give you um Josh 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 McKeeran's teams that he's made to give you an idea of what he wants from you. Is it NRL era or is it from the nineties onwards or what what age bracket are we talking? Seems to be anything. Anything? Yeah. Um so his first teams Brett Hodgson, Matt Utai, Matt Cooper, Paul Bowman, Mick DeVere, Presto. Ricky Stewart slash Joey Johns, Martin Lang, Jeff Toovey, Shane Webke, Craig Fitzgibbon, Ruben Wickey, Tony Carroll, Bo Scott, Danny Badiris, Paul Gallen, Stacey Jones, and Ian Roberts as the 18th. Playing, Luke Patton, Taniela Tuiaki, Steve Maddai, Nigel Vanganar, Brett Morris, Darren Lockyer, Craig Gower, Adrian Morley, Robbie Farrar, Petro Seven Receiver, Gordon Taylor, Steve Simpson, Scott Sattler, David Kidwell, Jamie Lyon, Jared Wahir Hargraves, the Axe, Trevor Gilmeister, and James Graham. So that's his teams. Out of all the fullbacks we've had play the game, we've ended up with Brett Hodgson versus Luke Patton. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where did you go with it? Oh, Billy, Sl- Billy Slater's clearly one fullback. No, I think you said that it's actually the two teams, the two toughest teams that he's seen play. Oh, the two toughest teams. So, are those, like, full teams from certain periods? No, they're different. They're scattered across. Yeah? Yeah. I still have Lockyer at fullback. Yeah, I, I was going to say Lockyer versus Slater. As we speak, They'd so. be my fullbacks. Yeah, Lockyer and Slater. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. I can't... I can't. The only other one I'd maybe bring in there would be um, Timmy Brasher. I like Timmy Brasher or Carmichael. Carmichael. If Carmichael had stayed longer, that kid could have been anything. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we'll build our teams for next week. Well, if you want, if, shoot, shoot a team in Ted on under the Supercoach yeah. podcast page, and we'll add to it. Yeah, uh, I'll chuck one in there, mate. That, that sounds right up my alley. Um, just. If you can clarify with him if there is an error or a category or anything like that that we have to stick to. Yep. Or if it's just open from NRL era or from the 90s onwards or open free for all. Yeah, sweet. That'll, I'll let you know. That'll uh, narrow it down. Okay, i got one from Elisha Tarpany again. He said, uh, if the Knights forwards can keep going forward, uh, then is Pierce... Uh, uh, a good look in. What do you reckon? He, he seems oh. to have spurts. Yeah. But if he kicked goals, I'd love him, but he, he doesn't. So you don't think he's consistent enough? I don't think Knights are consistent enough. All right, fair enough. We- uh, well, I reckon, like, Pierce is a real good shout out there, you know. Like, with his rolling average, with his 106 or whatever was in there, I can see him making some pretty good money. Uh, I suppose it's me Newcastle eye patch coming out in here, but I, I think he's a real good shout out. I like their next match up without Cleary against the Panthers. He could do anything. He could like rack up 150. He could be the good VC option this week. Mm. Mm. 
So you, you think trading Cleary for Pierce this week would be a good trade? It would be a second best trade, I think, to go to Dylan Brown's your best trade because you're looking at making money. But Pierce isn't that far behind him. But I think Dylan Brown, oh, I think Dylan Brown's probably the more dominant half compared to Mitchell Moses this year. Let's just hope Dylan Brown's back doesn't let him down and, you know, like he turns into Dugan and keeps on breaking down. Yeah. Well, they reckon they're going to manage it, so whether that means weeks off or whatnot, I don't know. But they, they said they're going to manage him this year with his back. Yeah. Hey, look, just uh, just a quick change of subjects. Also, talking about soft people, glass and breaking and things like that, you've got Moylan and Dugan coming back. Yeah. What's going to happen to Will Kennedy over there? <laughs> and, you know, like, Cherry's going to be there. Hold on to him because he'll only, well, yeah, he'll only be a week. Yeah, I was going to say, Will uh, Kennedy will probably miss out for two weeks and Dugan and Moylan will both be heard again. He'll be back. Dugan heard, you joke. <laughs> you got any more? Questions? Got hit by a feather, I heard. Just, <laughs> just before we go too far again, um, you have to have seen the people play on your list. Doesn't matter what era, you have to have seen okay. them play, and they have to be. The key word was tough. Okay. So the toughest team, okay, like, full of the toughest players you've seen play. Oh well, you've got the advantage there, Teddy. You'll come through oh, the tough you know, era. I can remember back. Do you know that? Probably my earliest memory of league, I can probably remember the 75 grand final between uh, St. George and, I think it was St. George and the Dogs, I think it was. The Dogs got that one, didn't they? They did. Yeah, no. I can remember that. I 85 years one, didn't you? Did you win 75? <laughs> yeah, I think it was 75 I think it was 75 I was about 6 or 7 then I was only a little wee tacker But I can remember it Did you support anyone as a kid Before Newcastle come in Or how did that work oh, out? Well yeah, I sort of did I sort of liked the dragons there You know, like um, uh, oh, My family's got a bit of a Please. history With the Camperdown dragons Out of Sydney So, you know Okay, like, yeah uh, Anyone with a dragon, you know, Camberdown Dragons or like the St George Dragons were a bit of a fave. But as soon as Newcastle came in, like I played a bit of junior football with Ashley Gordon and he was their first ever signee. So, you know, I was up on the hill cheering me mail on and I've been there ever since. Lovely. Fair enough. Yeah, that is. That's awesome, man. Um, okay, well, actually, you know what? I do have some questions, but they're questions of a different kind, and they're brought to us by the fantastic, or the one and only, the Mr. Guy James. He sent in a few more trivia questions. Now, Ted, have you heard uh, some of the questions and some of the trivia over the last couple of weeks? How have you been going with oh, it? I live trivia. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. How have you been going with the NRL trivia that we've been doing on the potty over the last few weeks? You've been playing along? Oh, look. Some of them have been pretty good, but you know, like I'm usually up there, you know, like you know, like three or four stabs, like everyone else. Some of them yeah. are pretty tricky, but I'm ready to rumble. Some of them have been good. He's done very well. He's fucking smashed it, man, and yeah. love to get him on one week. Absolutely, yeah, it's it. Uh, he might be a bit too intelligent for us. Love to have him on to chat and pick he his footy brain. He clearly chat, knows a bit about the footy. <laughs> so, his first question this week. First person in with the correct answer. Who was the 2008 M winner? Bergs. Bergs. Jonathan Thurston. No. Ber- uh, Connor. Connor. Oh, 
Preston Campbell? Preston Campbell, no. Ted. Oh, pass. Bergs. No. Jared Ayn. No, it was 2009. Uh, Cam Smith for 2007. Manly, Manly is your clue. Jamie Lyon. Negative. Cherry Evans. <laughs> you can't just keep running through them. Good on you, guy. You first stumped him off the top. It was Matt Orford. Oh, Matty Orford. Who was the last <laughs> hooker to win the Clive Churchill medal? Connor. Con. Last hooker? Mm-hmm. To win the Clive Churchill. I'm going to go Roycey Simmons. Roycey Simmons. Negative. <gasps> Burks. Burks. Uh, is it Cameron Smith? No, no Cameron Smith never won it. Where? That's the only thing he's never won. Ted? Luke Keering? Nah, I think it was another Luke, but... No, it was not. No? Nah. Luke Critters. Hint, it was in Sean, 2006. Sean yes, it was Sean, Sean Berrigan. Berrigan. Got to be out Bezza. Who was the only player to score at least 150 tries in the NRL that is still currently playing? 150? 150 Berg. tries and is still currently playing. Bergs. Brett Morris. Brett Morris. Nice. How many for the bonus point? 156. 151. 153. And I remember when his dad made his debut and everything like that, it makes me feel old. There you go. But that's all right. A whole different era to put in your toughest team. So look at the positives. I'm pretty sure they're the only family, like father and son combinations, to all have scored over 100 tries. Yeah. Yeah, those Morrises, they were just the bomb, mate. So watch their kids coming through them. Uh, who is the only player other than El Masri to score more than 300 points in a Connor. season? Con. Brett Hodgson. Brett Hodgson. What year for the bonus point? 2005. 2005, correct. Uh, name the two players in the 300 club. Oh, you've I'll learned. Learn <laughs> who have played for the Titans? Connor. Con. For the Titans. Give you a point Bergs. for each. Bergs. Bergs. He's, he's sitting there fucking around. Yeah, yeah right. Get on quiz me. Go. Greg Bird. Greg Bird, no. See, so jump in and make yourself. Um, Titans. Connor, need an answer. 300. Titans. 300 club paid for a Titans. Uh, Scotty Prince. Scotty Prince, yes, that's one. That was me, other one. It's just. Uh, and. Nathan. F- nah. That's it. Do you got Teddy? Gavin. Oh, mate, I couldn't. Oh, the. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I've got no idea. He's not even to the questions, it's right. No. Gavin Cooper. Forgot he played for Gold Coast. Name the two cities outside of Sydney, Brisbane, and Melbourne who have hosted a state of Connor origin Berg. game. Perth, Adelaide. Pardon? No. Name the two cities outside of Sydney, Brisbane, and Melbourne which have hosted an Origin game. Adelaide's supposed to be this year. It's had one, but... Oh, God. They took one over to bloody New York or somewhere, didn't they? Yeah, no, it wasn't, but you're on the right track. You give me the city, I'm going to give you three points. Los Angeles. Pardon? Las Vegas. No, 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 no. Los Angeles is close, but technically wasn't. It was somewhere else. It's probably a part of Los Angeles, but it's a very specific part. Yeah, it's in California, indeed. Anaheim? 
No. Well, possibly. Compton. Pardon? Very close. <laughs> Oakland. Very close. Long Beach. Long Beach. Long Beach. Do you get a ever point? think that an Origin game will get to New Zealand ever? You know, like 20 years, 30 years time? Do you think it'll ever get here? I don't think so. I, I, I don't think... Are the Kiwis interested? Do they want it? I think, I think they would fill our biggest stadium five times over. They love it over here. Yeah. It would be the best thing since sliced shit. Uh, you know, take it to Melbourne really doesn't mean nah. much, but if you bring it over here, yeah. mate... They would fill it. Look, hey, hang on. Just cast your memory back. Do you not remember the World Cup and the Tongans and the Samoans yeah. over here? Yeah. I mean, it would just be full. It would be yeah. chock-a-block. Well, I suppose Queensland's half New Zealand anyway, aren't they? So Their team Pretty is. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just putting it out there. Slice shit probably isn't that great to begin with, so you're setting a really low <laughs> oh, benchmark. You know Haven't you ever had it? Like, what the fuck are you doing, man? I mean, look, I I ate some pretty rough meals when I was younger, but... Live a little, bro. I think think my my thing was always shit on toast, you know what I mean? It was smeared, not sliced. Shit Um, on stick with sugar on it. Oh, look at you, Mr. Fancy with your sugar. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. My parents had four fat kids. They were like, just eat the shit. Um... We know you're going to eat it anyway. Anyway. Which player holds the highest Supercoach score in a game? Bergs. Bergs. Tommy Turbo. Tommy Turbo negative. Oh. No, got a, got a yeah, big 10. I'm going to go highest score ever in Supercoach. It's no, no. Well, you didn't let me finish. I didn't finish the question. Huh. Highest Supercoach score in a game pl- playing for the Knights with a ah. score of 147. Connor. Con. 147 for the Knights. I'm going to go. Someone you wouldn't expect, eh? Mm-hmm. Mitch Barnett. No. Jared Mullen. No. Uh, I'm going to go this one. Big Ted, uh, Matt Gidley. Oh, no. Matt Gidley. No. Dylan Pivian. Hint, 2013. <laughs> 2013. 2013. Matt Hilda? No. Did they go around there? No, it's James McManus. Oh, yeah. Guy, yeah, yeah. I got that four, tries, four or five yeah. tries, yeah. Guy gets it again. So, who was the last prop yeah, to win a Clive Churchill medal? You're supposed to be last keeping prop. score. Yeah. To win a Clive Churchill. To win a Clive Churchill medal. Bergs. Bergs. Was it Lazarus? No. Oh, fuck off. Throw in there. Connor. 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 Brent Kite. Brent Kite, indeed. 2008 Manly. Pardon, yep. Who was the top point scorer in 2008 with 206 points? Connor. Con. 2008. I'm going to go Jamie Lyon. No. Who's the top point scorer in 2008 with 206 points? Luke Lewis. <laughs> no. Uh, Brett Ocean. Brett Ocean, no. Hint, plays for the Sharks. Currently. John Johnson. No. 2008. Played for the Sharks. Peachy? No. Luke Covell. 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 So that one goes to Guy as well. So ah. I think Guy got you this week. 
No, you didn't get kind. No, got bloody close. Either way, thank you very much for the questions, Guy. Yeah, um, appreciate that, Guy. legend. That's it. You get him every week. This is brilliant. Um, Burke, shout-outs, bud. Shout-out to coming in thick and fast. Who you got this week? Heaps of people. Um, this week we have got NRL Supercoach Fanatics Cash Comp Group. Got us in there. Aussie Sports Legends, thanks a lot. Uh, Supercoach Tragics, NRL News Site, Supercoach Live Chat. Just while we're on the Superco- uh, NRL News Site, they have a podcast out. Uh, Ricky and the Boys, it's pretty good. I've had a listen to myself. Um, I'll get, get back to what it's called in a minute. Supercoach Live Chat, thank you. NRL Supercoach Legends, NRL Sledging Rebels, uh, NRL Supercoach Renegades, Dan's NRL Collectibles, National Rugby League Supercoach Addicts, Rugby League Footy Sledging Fanatics, and our own podcast, and I threw it on a jaw-dropper memes page by accident. Sorry, Leah. Um, also... No, she's actually asking us for a shout-out. She says, hey, do a jaw-dropping memes. So it's jaw-dropping memes, 18 plus. It's a page floating around on Facebook. Uh... I'll be honest, it's pretty off-colour, um, <laughs> but, but it's really funny. So if you're as twisted as I am, get on it. It's hilarious. No bitches, no weak people, please. Yeah, no, don't, um, don't, don't go ratting. It's it's there for the people, but just only the people that want it. NRL, the news site that Ricky's podcast called Take the Two, and also got to give a special mention this week to a, a technically I got it. Swallow me pride because I gave them a bag of dicks the other week, but we'll retract that bag of dicks for the moment. And we'll shout out the KFC Supercoach NRL Central. Does this mean you're technically teabagging them if you've dropped the bag of dicks down there and then you've taken it back up? Well, it's resting just above. Like, it, if they carry on again. So it's a teabag with a weight and If hold. you had probably just not mentioned it and skimmed over it, everybody would, would have forgotten. You're like aiming for a nose hair with a pube, just trying to get him to sneeze. But no, they let us put the um, Joey video up and they let us put the Cam Smith video up on their page. Which was much appreciated. It gives us a bit of exposure to all the people that got access to that, which is a lot of people. So thank you very much to KSE NRL Supercoach Central. Yes, so thank you for that. Thank you, Ted. Thank yeah, you that's it, much, guys. Boys, it's been a pleasure. It has been very much. Uh, thank you very much for joining us this week. Thank you to everyone who was listening. Guys, I think that's pretty much the show. You got anything else to add? Stay coachy coaches. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. it. Br- bring week. on TLT. That's we'll it. Next week. List next week. Next week will be our TLT special. As per usual, we'll get straight on a TLT. Um, and then, of course, the week after that, we're doing round wrap-ups. And we're talking super coach. We're talking price changes. We're back in the full swing of things. There isn't long now. It's on the horizon. Berks, you look like you have something else to say. Yeah, just, just before we go, um, don't forget to go and like and share the Motor Neurons Australia page. Um, just do that because it's a good cause. And um, also, if you'd like to come on the podcast, shoot us a message and um, we'll look at getting you on through the year. We want to ch- chase up a few people we got on last year, see how they're going. A few people that come on yeah, during the COVID stuff when we didn't have no no footy to talk about we do want to catch up with all you guys again just to see where you're going footy wise with your with your teams and stuff so if 
you got some time, let us know and we'll, we'll book it in over the next few weeks. Also, if you haven't been on the show and you want to get, get on the show, if you got some worthy stuff, then shoot us a message and we'll see what we can do. Yeah, that's it. Audition for Bergs because there's nothing weird about that. Not all audition, but... Thank you very much for joining us on the show this week. It has been a pleasure. Thank you very much for listening. We're itching for TLT just like you. So we'll see you next week when we will have all the info and we can finally lock in these trades before lockdown kicks in. Until then, good luck. Uh, Enjoy the longest week of your life. Stay safe. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.